and welcome to today's podcast. Today is January the 21st. It is MLK Day. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I hope you guys are celebrating by providing services to those who need it. It is approximately 426 Central Standard Time. And I am coming to you today to talk to you about smoking. Um, I wanted to talk to you today about third hand smoke and what it is and how we can help those who are thinking about quitting and um, health education in regards to smoking in our with and around our children. I don't smoke. Um, I've never picked up the habit. And for those who do smoke, no judgment here. I know that it is a highly addictive behavior. And I wish you all well if, in fact, you'd like to quit. Um, I do know that smoking is one of the leading causes of cancer and other preventable diseases. So I'm going to be talking a little bit fast because I have a lot of information that I've gained from resources that um, is pretty lengthy. So I'm going to just go with the flow. And if I feel like I need to add, I will, etc. So let's talk about smoking and, the, and smoking cessation with um, the general public and healthcare providers as well. Um, it's been, it was brought to my attention uh, last summer, actually, when I was taking a smoking cessation course with the Department of Health here, that smoking is the number one preventable cause of death. And we don't think of it that way, but in the course, we were taught that that's the one thing that will guarantee someone's death, and that is smoking. So if that doesn't scare you, um, if you're a smoker, um, it should. Um, and so anyways, many people uh, know about uh, smoking, first-hand smoke and second-hand smoke. But there's a thing that's called third-hand smoke. And um, we, we have first-hand smoking, which means that you have the cigarette in your hand inhaling, which takes the smoke about five to eight seconds to get to your brain. And it takes about three to eight minutes to get inside your bloodstream. The secondhand smoke means that you're standing in the cloud or the company of anyone who is smoking at the time. But what is thirdhand smoke? Thirdhand smoke is a residual nicotine and other chemicals left on indoor surfaces by tobacco smoke. People are exposed to these chemicals by touching the contaminated surfaces or breathing in the off gases from the surfaces. This residue is thought to react with common indoor pollutants to create a toxic mix including cancer-causing compounds posing a potential health hazard to non-smokers, especially children. Third-hand smoke clings to clothes, furniture, drapes, walls, beddings, carpets, dust, vehicles, and other surfaces long after the smoking has stopped. The residue from third-hand smoke builds up on surfaces over time. To remove the residue from hard surfaces, fabrics, and, um, and upholstery, 
Um, it, they Those things need to be wiped down and cleaned um, regularly. Third hand smoke can, can't be eliminated by airing out the rooms, opening windows, using fans or air conditioners, or confining smoke to only certain areas of a room. Children and non-smoking adults might be at risk of tobacco-related health problems when they inhale, swallow, or touch substances containing third-hand smoke. Infants and young children might have increased exposure to third-hand smoke due to their tendency to put objects in their mouths and touch affected surfaces. And now that information came from the mayoclinic.org. And the um, title of that article is What is Third Hand Smoke? I also um, write a blog, which is called thenurseinformant.wordpress.com. And I'll be adding this information today in regards to um, what I found out about third hand smoke. So you can go over there and read um, if I'm going too fast or if you don't understand exactly what I'm saying. But let's just continue. According to the National Center of Health for Health Research, the idea of third-hand smoke was first introduced as a health hazard in the year 2006. Third-hand smoke, or commonly known as THS, is the tobacco residue that can remain on surfaces and dust for months after someone smokes a cigarette. In some situations, third-hand smoke can even remain on fabric for a year and a half after the last exposure to cigarette smoke. The residue can lead to respiratory issues like coughing, asthma, and respiratory tract infections. Third-hand smoke most often sticks around on indoor surfaces. Even in seemingly tobacco-free places, tobacco residue can remain on walls, floors, furniture, clothing, and even hair for months after a cigarette is smoked. A study investigating the effects of short-term third-hand smoke found that exposed mice were likely to develop lung cancer compared with mice that were not exposed to third-hand smoke. Exposure usually occurs through skin contact. When someone touches a surface that has smoke residue on it, that residue ends up on their hands, which poses risk when they touch their face or mouth. Non-smokers living in homes that were inhabited by smokers previously often have residue left on their hands. Another study showed that secondhand and thirdhand smoke in a casino found extremely high levels of residue on surfaces and dust. After one month smoking ban, surfaces nicotine decreased by 90%, but the nicotine-specific cancer-causing chemicals in the dust decreased slowly declining by 90% after three months. So that whole spill was just saying that if somebody smokes a cigarette in an area and they leave, they're no longer in the area, sometimes for up to three months, the residue and the particles that dropped on the, the different surfaces in that room on that floor can still remain. And then once the nicotine um, go away, there are other chemicals inside 
chemical uh, particles inside the smoke that still will remain uh, longer. Um, so there's a big health risk in children for third hand smoke exposure and so that's why I decided to go ahead and bring this um, this uh, area of health concern to light for the public and healthcare workers alike because a lot of times we don't know um, how our patients became sick or how uh, if you're a pediatric um, nurse how the child became sick when in fact they've been um exposed to third-hand smoke through tactile uh, exposure or by touch of um, a surface area that had those nicotine particles um, on them. So because of the way people are most often exposed to third-hand smoke, children are particularly vulnerable. Um, children often crawl and play on the floor and furniture and frequently make hand-to-mouth contact or put their mouths on, on household objects. Even so, um, many parents are aware of the dangers of environmental smoke. But um, the bottom line is that parents and healthcare providers, we all should know um, what this is and how to prevent it in our children. Make sure that you know you wipe off your surfaces, especially if you, there is a known smoker around. And if it's a new place, new house or whatever, particularly have that area, your house. You know, we used to do this and I, all, I didn't, I never knew why my mom did this. But when we, before we moved into a new house or a new apartment, she would have the, the apartment spotless clean. Now there's a difference between the way the apartment or the people who left the home cleaned it in the way that she had it cleaned before we actually moved in, which is a very good idea. Um, the more the parents are aware of this issue, the less childhood exposure there will be. The American Academy of Pediatrics emphasizes the, that quit smoking, um, quitting smoking is the only way to ensure that your child is not exposed to third-hand smoke. Make sure your friends and, and you know other family members are aware of the dangers of third-hand smoke, and make sure you and your family avoid the areas with possible environmental tobacco exposure. Smoking outside decreases exposure to third-hand smoke, but friends and family members will still be exposed to THS on their skin, their hair, their clothes as well. So if you have a smoker in your family and they say, oh, well, I don't smoke in the house because of the baby or whatever, then let's say they go outside, they smoke their cigarettes, they smoke two or three cigarettes. The smoke is still getting on their hair. It's still getting on their clothes and um, thus the baby is getting that nicotine and those chemicals from you going in, picking up the baby with your hands and putting them on your shirt or the baby accidentally touch your hair or whatever. They are still ex being exposed to the third hand smoke, which in turn will probably um, get them sick in a respiratory way or whatever. So, you know, babies getting cold, bronchitis, um, asthma, um, or anything like that. Um, fairly clean, cleaning your home, washing and dry, dry cleaning your clothes, vacuuming your car will help remove those dangerous chemicals that are left over. Um, you know, taking those clothes off, making sure you don't, you you wash your hands. Um, if you're going to be, uh, touching a child or around a child, you know, um, 
those types of things if you are a smoker. If you're uh, working toward, towards quitting or, you know, you've already quit, it may be best to thoroughly clean your, your sofas and your surfaces, have your carpet clean, and this will reduce the um, risk for you and your family to be exposed to the third-hand smoke. Um, also, um, nurses who smoke are um, at risk of, well, they're actually placing their patients at risk. So they go outside on their lunch breaks to smoke and then they come back and they may wash their hands. But of course, you know, if you're at work, you can't um, take your uniform off. You, um, you know, you have to go in, take care of the patients. You lean on their bed, you touch the surfaces of the bed, or you um, are putting the patient moving the patient up and down in the bed and their patient is exposed to your um, nursing smock uniform or whatever the case may be, you may be exposing that patient to third-hand smoke and thus creating another um, uh, uh, diagnosis for that patient and, um, and everything like that. So if you are a healthcare worker, just please be uh, conscious of what you're doing as far as as you know smoking and how you are contributing to um that issue um there's so many nurses that go out to smoke or healthcare providers not just nurses but healthcare providers come back in they may or may not wash their hands um some i haven't seen but they'll go directly to the break room touch all the doorknobs getting here and there and touch the refrigerator put their drink in the refrigerator and then uh, others are exposed to um the third hand smoke just from touching the refrigerator behind them now this may sound ridiculous to you but i am just simply reading from what the research has shown um and uh, I actually was surprised to hear it when I went to the smoking cessation class myself because, um, you know, I don't smoke, like I said, but I know a lot of people who do. And so you want to be careful with um, the, you know, exposing people and in the environment you know, to the particles from your hands and your uniforms and everything like that. And parents, um, you know, be careful who you allow to hold your baby, especially if you know they're smokers because some, um, you know, everybody don't change their clothes. They just spray a little, you know, for breeze on themselves and then they go on. Um, third-hand smoke is a danger to children. People with breathing problems, pregnant women, the elderly, and animals are also vulnerable to third-hand smoke. And again, it third-hand smoke is residue that sticks to dust, furniture, carpet. It's, it'll stick to anything that you're smoking around, and you can actually transfer it from place to place. And so it's just best that you be very, very careful and conscious of, you know, where your child is. And, you know, you know, I would ask the daycare workers, if you're a smoker, please don't handle my child. You know, unless you can wash your hands and you get, and you give them the information that they need to know, the you know, the facts about um, um, uh, third-hand smoke so they can be, um, uh, educated on what exactly is going on with them smoking outside and then coming back in and handling the, um, the child. 
And so, um, set, you know, we got secondhand smoke. Everybody's heard of that, which secondhand smoke is particles that are released into the air combined with particles that's normally in the air. And they form a compound called nitrosamines. And that compound is released into the air and along with the, um, the, um, ozone and all that stuff, the, the other, nitrous nitrous acid and all this in the air and and that smoking along with the nitrous acid is is released in the air and it causes um cancer causing chemicals well that same uh, release of particles are also dropped onto the person's hair and skin and clothes then that creates the third hand smoke so i hope you guys understand i'm trying to break it down to where you can understand it but the real facts is that um third hand smoke does cause harm to um to children um there's no level there's no safe level of exposure to tobacco smoke so no matter how many cigarettes and all it's all dangerous no matter what now i'm not condoning and i'm not judging so if this um podcast is making you upset i'm sorry i apologize this is not medical advice let me just put the disclaimer out there this is simply information that i have found online that i um felt the need to um get it out to the public to let you guys know that there is a such thing as third hand smoke okay um third hand smoke um just all by itself contains more than 250 chemicals um these are facts okay home and cars where people have smoked and smell like cigarettes for a long time due to third hand smoke left on the surfaces and you guys know that um decontaminating a home or car that was used by a smoker may require you know some cleaning and you know decontaminating the walls and floors and all this i mean it could get fairly expensive so i wouldn't even purchase a home that was smoked in if i know or a car that was smoked in if i know um smoking in different rooms using fans or smoking in front of an open window does not prevent third hand smoke um babies and children can be harmed because they breathe in toxic chemicals when they crawl on the floor sit in the cars or are held by adults third hand smoke does settle on the surfaces again uh, pets are also at risk because chemicals from the smoke stay in their fur or their feathers um Let's see. So one of the things you can do to protect against the third hand smoke is don't allow anybody to smoke in your car inside your home. Don't allow smoking near you, your pets or your, you know, your, you, your children or your pets. Um, ask anyone who care for your child or your pet to follow those rules and tell them why. Um, e-cigarettes are, um, e-cigarette vapors or aerosols also contain chemicals. So don't let anyone smoke an e-cigarette in your home or your car or near your pet. Okay. The only way to completely protect yourself against smoke is, you know, smoking and its effects is to quit. And so with that being said, you know, um, 
I just, you know, I wanted to give you guys some more, a little bit more facts about smoking. And um, like I said early in the in the podcast, um, smoking a cigarette, when you take the one puff, um, it takes about five to eight seconds to cross the, the blood uh, brain barrier. And it takes about five to eight seconds for the smoke to get to the brain. And it takes about three to eight minutes for it to get in your blood um, stream. And so when you smoke one cigarette, it's about one to three milligrams of nicotine. And that's just the nicotine alone. So you have over 400 other chemicals that are going into your body. So uh, if you've listened this far, then you're here as probably a healthcare provider and trying to educate somebody to quit. But this is just information that I found out and I'm not going to harp too long about it. I try to keep my podcast 30 minutes or less because I know you guys have things to do. Um, a light smoker will generally smoke about 10 cigarettes, but a, a heavy smoker will smoke 30 cigarettes or more. Um, and we, if you're listening and you're a healthcare provider, you need to encourage your patients, um, your family members and whoever you can to quit because, you know, for the most part, um, people generally listen to us as far as considering, um, quitting, um, smoking and, um, You know, we don't want their loved ones to be affected by secondhand or thirdhand smoke. Now, a lot of, uh, I just wanted to touch a little bit on um, um, the e-cigarettes. The e-cigarettes, the electronic smoking devices, it doesn't matter. People say, oh, well, this one works. I got it from this place or this one works. I got it from that place. Most of those e-cigarettes are bought by the big tobacco companies and um, they are certain to make sure that the same thing that they the same chemicals that they put in their cigarettes they have placed in the liquid the e-liquid and so there are carcinogens in the e-cigarettes as well as the regular cigarettes and um, some of those um, are you know um, well I'll just say that formaldehyde is in that as well so it's formaldehyde is in regular cigarettes and formaldehyde is in the e-cigarette liquid as well so um it's the e-cigarettes they contribute to the same health issues um the same health related issues including a decrease in reproductivity so they the cigarettes e-cigarettes decrease your sperm count um also um if you uh happen to have a child um the child could have possible congenital defects and of course um it creates immune system uh diseases and um for you as a person who smokes e-cigarettes or cigarettes it creates a lot of different dental problems for you um to include bronchitis and shortness of breath and and lung cancer to say the least but 
Uh, I also wanted to add that pregnant women, if you are thinking about quitting, please contact your local health apartment. There is something there for you, some information. Here in the state of Arkansas, we're told to call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. I'm not sure if that's national. Uh, if it's not, I I would still call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. Um, 1-800-Q-U-I-T-N-O-W. And um, they should be able to direct you accordingly to your local health department. Uh, a couple, it's the like I said, the e-cigarettes have the same chemicals and carcinogens as the regular cigarettes. They just come in pretty packages with different flavors. Um, some, a few countries have already banned the e-cigarettes, and 129 countries are working toward. Um, placing a um, disclaimer on the e-cigarettes saying that they are uh, dangerous. And so there is help out there for anybody who wants to quit. I just thought that it was fascinating um, that um, there is a thing, uh, you know, that's called third-hand smoking and that... Not many people are talking about it. And so I decided to do a podcast today to let you guys know that to, you know, to um, be careful, especially with your children and yourselves. You know, you want to take care of yourself and especially you want to take care of your babies because they can't they can't advocate for themselves. They're small children. Um, You know, again, you know, third hand smoking does stay on the surfaces or whatever. And um, I just wanted to come and talk to you guys about that. So if you have time, stop by my blog. It's thenurseinformant.wordpress.com. Follow and share. Um, You know, leave me some comments. Clap it up here if there's a space. Make me some. Make me your favorite. You know, I am the nurse informant here on your on the podcast show. And um, I'll come back next week and, and give you guys some more information. I'm thinking about doing a, a um, smoking cessation course or class here on the podcast just to give you guys more information. If you'd like that, leave me a message here or you can go to thenurseinformant.wordpress.com and leave me a message. And if you'd like the smoking cessation class, I will come through or podcast and just give you the information that I've already received in my smoking cessation course. Thank you again. You guys have a good Monday evening and I'll see you soon.